Hey fellow techies, Gabe from Tech Talents Out here. I'm super excited about our guest. She is an amazing UI UX designer from Fiserv. She has graced us with her presence here, graced us with an amazing conversation, amazing insights, and awesome ways to shake things up in your life if you're interested in getting into the tech ecosystem and the techie world. But before we get into the podcast itself, I want to take some time to thank Tech Talent South as Tech Talent South is and always will be the sponsor of Tech Talent Talk. Tech Talent South is a tech education company based in 11 different locations, San Antonio being one of them. Obviously, it's my favorite just because I'm based here for no other reason than that. Now, Tech Talent South offers courses from code immersion to JavaScript application development to UX design. Please go check out one of our courses. And if you feel we're the right fit for you, give us a call and we'd be more than happy to get you in one of our classes. Now, if you don't know, like if you're ready for a bootcamp, no worries whatsoever. Go to meetup.com and check out some of our meetups. They are completely free, open to the public, and we'd love to see your face. Now, without further ado, our amazing Yes. Hi. How's it going? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for, thanks for saying yes. First <laughs> off, I want to let everyone know that Courtney and I were supposed to have just a quick, like, not a quick, but we were supposed to just have a meeting about um, some meetups uh, to see, you know, what meetups she would be interested in doing. And I was like, oh, this would be a perfect way to kind of like segue, would you be interested in coming on the podcast? <laughs> She immediately said yes, and I immediately said, well, everything's set up in my room, so you want to do it right now. Don't threaten me with a good time. I know. It was super fun. How can you say no to um, a podcast and coffee? So, yeah. So, welcome. Yeah, thank Tell you. Tell me a little bit about yourself. So, um, I'm currently the one of the senior UX designers. Um, I manage a team um, on Purview, and um, we're a remote team. And we are transforming the um, banking industry with some really cool software and service tools and software. So um, I totally love it. I've been doing it for a long time and um, went down for coffee one day and met Gabe. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> As most conversations happen here at Ventrex. Um, yes, it was, that was such a coincidence. Also, that was like my first or second week really? on the job. That's crazy. Because I met you in July. Uh -huh. And it was, yeah, I think it was like the first or second week on the job. I knew nobody in the tech scene. I, I knew San Antonio very well. And yeah. I thought, I was like, when I got this job, I was like, oh, I could totally do this. I, I like, I know San Antonio really well. <laughs> and then getting into the job and having to do meetups, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have an ounce of knowledge about people who are in the tech world. Right. And so... Going and getting coffee, already stressed out. I was like, oh, who am I going to talk to? And you were there. What's and, crazy um, is that day, it's a goal of mine to do more speaking, um, just about UX and then the industry. And I literally went down to get a cup of coffee. And then I was going to go back to my desk and find organizations to get involved with, with like where to speak. And it's just so crazy when you will it into the world, because uh, then you were there. And I just I thought it was the most crazy <laughs> coincidence. And I went and told my coworkers, I said, you're not going to believe this. Guess who I just met? Um, you know, I was way more excited than anyone else was about the story, but it's just, it's just so crazy that literally I was trying to caffeinate myself to, you know, start doing some research and yes. there you were. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. It is funny how things work. And I think that it worked out for the, for the good. And we've been trying to get you, but our schedules just yeah. keep 
clashing. Yeah. Um, which is perfectly fine because I got you on the podcast. So yes, that's I'm the best. Here. And we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get you to say on the podcast when you're gonna come and do a meetup for yes. us. Yes. Well we'll set a date on the podcast. Okay, that let's way do people it. can know and around Perfect. the world. And you know, we can even do it to where we do like a zoom sure. thing where people can zoom in from around the, the world That'd and awesome. go around the country whoever exactly right (laughs) it'll be super fun so yeah so one let's go ahead and get into how you got into ux sure did you start off wanting to do it no so back when i let's see i've been in the industry for maybe 13 years and back then ux really wasn't ux you know so i went to school for um like marketing communication and design and basically my first graphic design course first day 12 hours later i don't even think i blinked i was just like this is my jam, this is what I want to do. So I still got a degree in communication because I thought, I don't want to be a starving artist, uh, something to fall back on. Um, And my dad said, as long as you're happy, you know, you're going to be successful. And so, um, I don't know, 13 years later, I'm still in design. I never had to fall back (laughs) on the communication degree. It has helped. But um, yeah, I started as a graphic designer, then got more into website design, then learned how to code then got more into kind of software as a service product design and that's when UX kind of started blowing up and there was more of this, hey, there's more legs to this. This can be a more strategic role. Um, and now UX, I mean, you're working directly with you know the CEOs of companies and you are literally building their products. So um, it's really become a lot, I would say, a lot cooler role, but it's just, um, a lot more people are involved in, and now it's not about is this pretty or does it look good, but there's testing behind it and saying, hey, mm-hmm. this is converting better. And so we have numbers to associate to our designs, yeah. and we can say we're growing the company this much, and mm-hmm. um, we're also building the products now with digital products. So um, it's a really cool role to be in because we also get to be the heroes. You know, We're taking an idea and actually building it and testing it and saying our users going to like this. And so it's not like an analyst or something where it's like you're bringing bad news. We're always getting to bring kind of good news. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say I that. <laughs> but, it's um, just kind of, it's funny. And, uh-huh. Yeah, but, um, you know, there's pros and cons to every um, every job you do. So, we, of course, we need our analysts and everything. But um, it's, it's just a really cool mm-hmm. position. I feel um, like I get to make a really big impact in everything that I do. Nice. And it's been a really cool journey kind of transitioning from just a logo designer to, um, you know, doing in leading UX so it's a lot of fun okay so that's awesome um I guess then what I, I I'm wondering is how what were the steps that you took from point A to point B so what what did you do to get to being a senior UX designer sure uh, that's a good question so let's see you know starting out as a graphic designer when I had my first role just designing you know brochures they also needed the brochures were part of the branding and that related to the website, but they didn't have a website designer. So I thought, hey, I'll make myself bulletproof where they can't ever have to get, because this was back in 08, you know, when the economy was going down and people were getting laid off. And I said, okay, I got to make myself more useful. I need more hats. Mm-hmm. So I started playing with Joomla and uh, WordPress and okay. learning how to code with um, like what you see is what you get um, editors. And then I started kind of just Googling things I would want to figure out. But, um, you know, I always just wanted to kind of not only keep growing personally, but also make it to where I was bulletproof because I never yeah. wanted to get <laughs> laid off or let go or and just try to be as resourceful and wear as many hats as possible. 
So um, after I was doing website for a couple of years, um, then I moved to RealPage, which is a software as a service company. And again, I was managing their websites. Um, I was actually still coding at that point. Um, and uh, I just really enjoyed it because, you know, again, we're making a huge impact. We're um, doing facelifts on websites and that's where the UX experience came in. But there was still a little bit of fake it till you make it because I didn't know anything about, I hadn't taken a course on UX. Yeah. So basically I just tried to immerse myself in all things UX, find out anything and everything, best practices. I mean, there's so many resources if you're even interested in getting into it. Um, you can, I mean, you can completely consume yourself in all the information. So once I got a taste of it, I was hooked. And so then I kind of transitioned my role um, with the help of my coworkers at RealPage to be more of a UX focused role. And also the industry was kind of changing then and print was dying slowly and UX yeah. was getting more, um, more popular. So um, I just kept learning and learning then um, I left that company to work at a startup as a straight-up UX designer. Nice. And, um, you know, I was excited because that was, that was really where I was wanting to go, but also being in that startup environment, we get to create something from the ground up. Yes. was so cool. I learned so much from those guys. And, again, we wore so many hats in the startup. Yeah. I mean, you're doing everything. I was doing social media. I was doing, <laughs> um, you know, we're picking out different plastics yes. for the adapter. I mean, but you get to see how products are coming to life. So yeah. it was um, really, really cool. And most recently, uh, we got married, had kids, and we lived in Dallas, um, Lower Greenville, and we just said, wow. oh my gosh, we need more space, this is hard. So we started talking about uh, moving to the Hill Country, and the only way that would be possible is if I could get a remote job. So then I focused gotcha. all my efforts on um, you know, finding a remote position and also doing remote work for other companies, seeing uh -huh. what works for them, how do they communicate, and again, it was one of those fake it till you make it situations. Like, okay, who else can I do remote? Who else, yeah. you know, let's see how we can improve this relationship. Um, and so thankfully I got a job with Fiserv and um, I come into office once a week. Yes. Be Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's really fascinating and um, it's crazy going from a startup to a huge organized company. Um, there's definitely a lot more meetings, but uh, it's really cool kind of, uh, working with your remote team and you know we are really doing a good job on just communication and yeah. sharing our screens and email is dead we do not use email if we have a question we get on slack and we have a phone call and we share our screens like we are right there isn't that beautiful i love uh, slack oh yes, my gosh it's, it's the best and literally i don't think i've ever sent um an email to elisa or anyone else unless it was a really large file or something yeah. <laughs> but um that's just not the way we communicate now and you know I think other companies are really trying to focus more on uh, remote yeah. and um, it's the way of the future you know yeah. if you have a question don't type up an email <laughs> you know no. tell me tell me when I, when you can slack call me and yep. you know let's share our screens and talk about it so. yes and I love slack uh, especially because they pushed out a new notification or not a new notification a new um, update and it's called like workflow it's like a workflow yes. Oh my gosh, I we, we haven't implemented it yet, but hopefully, hopefully they're listening to this <laughs> podcast and we can implement it because Fun it's enough. so cool because it really is, um, it's great right now because you can just like ping them and mm -hmm. there it's like an immediate response right. for the most time. But a lot of times people are busy and can't get to it right away. So the workflow, the way it works is that 
you like go to this channel and then you ask the question and the workflow is kind of analyzes it and says, okay, well, this is the documentation you need actually. Yes, are, it's like a bot are, kind of. Yeah, or yeah. this is the person you need to talk to. Yeah. And it's really cool because, especially with a, a large organized sure. company, there are so many people and so many parts that are being played by those people. Sure. So Fiserv, mm -hmm. I want to get into remote work because sure. I think that is an important aspect, but I want to get into that in a little bit. Fiserv, what is Fiserv? So Fiserv basically owns credit card processing and like in the United States and um, like banking software. Okay. So um, if you have opened an account with a credit union or bank or applied for a loan online, you're most likely using um, Fiserv software. So basically oh. some, you know, even smaller banks, they don't have a UX designer to create the whole flow of create an account. Yeah. So what we do is we provide that as a service and it links into other backend systems. Wow. And um, that's at least what my team is doing. Fiserv does yeah, yeah. tons and tons of things. But um, that's basically what our team is focused on. And um, it's really cool because we're making people's lives easier at the banks. And um, we're yes, helping them. Yes, thank you for that. I appreciate <laughs> I mean, that. Yes. I do. I appreciate that very much. Good. Um, but it's you know it's cutting edge technology, and we're even making the forms smaller. So yeah. start with your social security number. You don't have to put in all of your information. Like let's pull that from a database. So you don't have to type it all in and fat finger it and things like that. So we're doing really yeah. cool things. Um, you know, text text to um, verify your identity. Okay. So just cool things wow. that. Um, you know, you don't think it's the baking industry as cutting edge technology. So yeah. it's really cool that we're um, getting to play with these things and, yes. you know, bring them to life and make it easier. <laughs> yes. And it is a fun, I, it's a fun group of people from it from is. what I hear also. Yeah. They hire really good people. I mean, not yes. because I'm there, but uh, everyone on well, my team. Well, <laughs> they do, obviously. They obviously do, thanks to Courtney. <laughs> it's but, a good, it's a good yeah. team, good people for sure. Yeah. And also, shout out to Kat. I don't know if we hey, talked Kat, about her. Up? Yeah. Yes. Hi, Kat. <laughs> Come on the podcast. I'm sure um, she would. Yes, I think she would. Yeah. We just got to schedule a time. <laughs> I'll have to tell already her that she's her. on this podcast now. <laughs> yeah, Kat, you're basically already on it, so we'll just, yes. just schedule your time. First exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll say November of 2019. Yes. That's what we'll do. Okay. Um, so, yes, remote work. Yes. Uh, I was a remote customer service manager person oh, cool. that led a team of 10 to 15 people. Wow. Uh, it was hard, it was difficult, and it was uh, very stressful at times because I don't think, that was my very first time actually handling a remote job. 15, 15 people at once, like from, you know, that's a yes. lot. <laughs> well, it is, it's a lot, but it was also really fun because I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about how to handle a remote job. Right. So, with that being said, I have a question. Sure. How did you know that your personality would work well in a remote position? I had, didn't. I had no idea. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a big people person. I really am. Um, so, I didn't know. But I knew that's what my life needed. Yeah. And I knew that we wanted this change. We wanted to kind of have our daughters have a more rural life. You know, we yeah. want to have chicken and the goats and just kind of step back from technology. No more iPads at night. You yeah. Know? And so um, I knew that it would work. But also, in my last role at the startup, um, I had remote days and 
So I had done that and I, yeah. I can work, like once I have a design in my head or a flow in my head, I just have to get it out. So yeah. it's not about, you know, being lazy or anything like that, but I thought, am I going to get alienated? Yeah. You know, am I going to feel lonely? Stuff like yes. that. So, um, yeah, I didn't know, but it's working. <laughs> Thankfully. That's good. That's Some, good. Sometimes I'm driving and I'm like, is this real life? Because <laughs> we really, we wished for it and I thought there's no way I will find a remote job. There's no way. And, um, it just felt impossible because we wanted it really bad. And um, it's crazy because now it's working and our team is thriving. And I'm, like I said, a big people person. And so the days that I am at home remote, man, I get so much done. Yes, yes. <laughs> I really do. It's, you know, I have my full focus, have my music on, and um, it's really nice. And then what we do is we kind of structure. So when I am on site, that's when we have more of the meetings and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's working out really well. We have a lot of structure, though. We have morning meetings every single day. That's good. Um, when we have questions, you know, our day is still very structured. So oh, it's yeah. not just like, I'll check in next Tuesday. You know, it's not like that yes. at all. And so that's, that's really good, actually. I think that... Um, you brought up a really good point and my supervisor, hey Zach, um, <laughs> and I have talked about that and also Mary. Hey Mary. Um, What's up Mary? <laughs> <laughs> um, Mary has a really um, great handle on, on being able to know when she needs to say no to people right. and when she, or when she knows she can say yes. Right. Um, me on the other hand. Yes. Well, more so on the fact that I'm very much a big people person, yeah. And I um, welcome everybody and anybody into the office. Oh, I haven't noticed. So, <laughs> <laughs> I know. And so it's like if someone needs to talk to me, it's hard for me to say I'm sorry, I can't right now. I'm working on something. Sure. Like my pleaser. automatic, yeah, in, exactly. I'm very much a people pleaser. And then you take I'm like, on too much and feel overwhelmed. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like we know each other. Yes. <laughs> I do. And so that's why. Um, that's why there are many days that I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go work out of a coffee shop or I'm going to go and work out. Uh, I'm just going to be at home. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed that I I get, or when I was at my remote position, I noticed that I was so uh, getting to a point where I, I was talking to people, uh, you know, uh, via Google Hangouts. Yeah. What I don't know. Um, it, we, I, I saw them. We were on video together. We talked together. It still was that dynamic was not there. Yeah. Because I was still not around sure. people. I was at home. Mm -hmm. So it kind of like took me for like um, took me for a a ride yeah. into like almost like a, a slump, like a depression. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I need to be around people, which is why I was like, oh, I'm going to just do this from like a co-working space. Right. And so that's why I was, I, I, I was interested in knowing if it was working out for you and how you were liking it. Because for me, I liked it at the beginning. Yeah. But then for me, I also was like, I need to be around people. Right. Yeah. And I'm it's sorry. funny that you say that, though, because when I was looking in remote roles, I started looking into does it work for companies and like really getting yeah. down to the science of it. And so... They said, I don't remember who they was, but the research that I concluded was basically a remote role that does have on-site yeah. at least a few times a month is the best. Yes. Fully remote, people experience that, everyone, um, and it can be really hard. Oh, God, it's So hard. they said the best balance, because that's what everyone needs in life is balance, right? Yes. It's, you know, some on-site, some off-site, 
um, again, when we are having meetings every day, we are, we're getting to know these people. We, so yes. it feels like you're talking to people. So that's, yes. that helps. Um, but yeah, us people, people, yes, <laughs> I know. we need to, we need to see and talk and smile. And I mean, you have a gift though. You're, you're really, you know, you have a great personality. So I, oh, you definitely you. need to be around people and <laughs> yes. you know, giving that, giving that life because there's other people that need that, you know, they need that influence. I 100% agree that I uh, very much am a people person and I need to be around people, which is why, um, you know, I love this job very much. Um, I'm also the only person in San Antonio that works for Tech Talent South here. Okay. Uh, so my only communication with people that work for Tech Talent South via Zoom. Okay. Uh, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, because I'm around people here at my co-working space where I've built connections. I've been able to build rapport with people. I am, like, I, f I am sufficiently supplied with people. Right. <laughs> here. Right. Um, but. The good thing about this job also is that it does allow me to like say, well, I'm gonna work from home at you know sure. for the first part of the day. Mm -hmm. So it does allow me to have that you know that and flexibility. You just need quiet. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and you don't want to have small talk and say, how was your night? Or, or, I know. Yeah. Sometimes you just you don't want to do that. Sometimes you just want to like get to your to do list, you yes. know, and get through it, and then yeah. you feel better about it. Yes, I 100% agree. Um, but to your point about. Um, I'm gonna have to cut out all of these on this day. <laughs> to get to your point about living a remote life but having balance, mm -hmm. I think that's very key. And I think it's very, very key for everybody listening because this podcast is designed for people who, you know, are in a boot camp, uh, graduated from a boot camp, or thinking about a boot camp. It's open to everybody, obviously, mm -hmm. but I kind of like kind of geared towards uh, that audience. Because a lot of times people do realize or do go into a, a, a camp mm -hmm. because they want to do freelance work. They want to you know build sure. you know you know be by themselves and do it. And while that's an amazing aspiration, I think that it's also very important to recognize that even people who um, don't need the amount of people in, <laughs> in their need. life that I need, yeah, yeah. that we need. Um, there, it's still important to have that balance. Like sure. you said, I think it's very important, uh, especially because I, I just think it's really important. And even if you know you are a freelance designer working out of the house, because uh, one of my best OG girls, and Andrea, she's um, a freelance designer. Um, I found her on Behance and got her to work with me for like three years. And wow. then when I left, like right after that, she left and went back to freelancing. But, um, you know, she gets like that too, where it's like, okay, you get to talk to people. So if you are a freelancer and you're only working from home, reach out, go to a meetup, yes. make friends with another designer, you know, put yourself out there because it does get lonely. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're creative people, we're creative beings. And yes. if you're around that energy, it's only going to help. So, yeah, re reach out, go, go somewhere, <laughs> talk to someone. <laughs> Yes, I 100% endorse that idea. I 100% endorse it. Um, but yeah, I love remote work still. I love the fact that I, you know, I can, you know, work out of a coffee shop when I need to. I can work out of my home when I need to. But I also um, love that I've made a home here at VentureX. So much so that um, I'm willing to drive here every single day. Um, from my home, which is about a 40, 40 to 45 minute drive. Okay. 
Um, yeah. And I love it. That's good that you're excited to come to work. You yes. Know, when I have my on-site days, I'm so excited to see my coworkers. Yes. And I literally have a tree in the back of my car because they gifted <laughs> me a fiddle leaf fig tree. So, you know, building those relationships is so important. Yeah. And it's so great when you're excited to go to work. And if you aren't excited yes. to go to work, uh, find a new job. <laughs> yes. yes. Or, you know, um, reconsider, you know, maybe what you're doing. Um, you know, you can always, always make a change. Um, one of my designers is a UX researcher, and she uh, she owned a dance studio. And one day oh, wow. she woke up and she said, I don't like this anymore. And so she literally took a test to see. She has to speak on here, by the way. That'll be a whole episode. Her oh, name for, is Elisa. Okay, very nice. Um, tell her to come. Tell yes. her. Tell her. <laughs> <laughs> so she has a degree in psychology, and so she started reaching out, looking so to see, okay, what else can I do? Because I'm tired of you know this life, uh, dance studio life. And so that's how what got her into UX. And she also was doing marketing for her business, so she mm -hmm. kind of been in the design side. But um, it's never too late to make a change and um, do a different career. If you're yeah. unhappy, you know, do something else. It's <laughs> so true. It is 100% true. And that's like boot camp life right there. <laughs> it is. Yes. A lot of times people come to Tech Talent South. I can't speak for all the boot camps, but yeah. for Tech Talent South, they come because one, they want to either move up in their in their current position mm -hmm. and they need this extra skill. Two, they are just wanting to get that knowledge, that extra knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, but three, the main one is because they just want to shake things up and get a career change going. Like they're tired of where they're at. They don't want to go to a traditional school that's going to cost them X amount of dollars and they can go to a boot camp and get the same amount of knowledge. Sure. Um, or a, you know, a sufficient amount of knowledge to get them to where they need to be. Sure. So I think that is also very important. Uh, it's important. It's an important aspect. Yes. I need to yeah. take um, one of your boot camp classes because yeah, another one cool. of my goals was basically. So now I'm just focused on UX and design, uh -huh. but I want to be able to speak the language um, to our engineers better. Mm -hmm. I know you have a, a tech talk coming up about yes. that. Um, yes. But I just wanted to learn more about Angular and how their talk, those mm -hmm. systems are talking because. That reflects our design too. So we want we don't want to over design stuff that can't be built. Yes. But also it's just better that um, you know we can yeah learn their language. So um, maybe I'll sign up for that before December. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's how my goals too. Yes. Um, okay. So um, I have a question, and I feel like it's a dumb question because it's and I I've, I feel like I've. I've gone to Google about this, but I still don't get like a straightforward answer. Okay. And maybe there's just not a straightforward answer. What is the difference between UX and UI? Okay. So the way I take it, and which I think is kind of how the industry takes it, is UX is basically the experience. This is the flow. This is the wireframes, if you will. This is, you know, we're going to have this type of page linked to this type of page. And UI is how it looks, how it feels. So mm -hmm. the drop shadows, the button shape, the... Um, oh, okay. The, the animations, the micro even animations. So the UX is just basically, um, I would almost say like that's the back end. Not really, it's not the back end, but it's it's the flow, it's how how it's all talking to each other. Okay. And UI is basically the crispness, how it looks, the fonts, the buttons, the shapes, um, all of that. So, you know, whenever you merge them together, it's really great because um, yeah. I'm definitely a very visual person. And so okay. I'll say, uh, oh. that button is two pixels off or <laughs> that drop shadow needs to be, wow. you know, 10 more points on a blur and 
Elise will say, oh yeah, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's, that's how um, I perceive it. Um, okay. But both are come together when you're testing because the UI portion, you always have to test for accessibility. So um, button colors, the contrast, you have to test for that color theory. Um, you have oh my gosh, and that's hard. The color theory is so hard. It's so easy. I'm like, let's do dark blue and dark red together. It'll be great. Yes. <laughs> so they, they both talk to each other, and because um, especially with Fiserv, mm -hmm. um, you know, all of our stuff has to pass yes. accessibility. And so that's like a whole other language in itself. So if you have the wrong shade mm -hmm. of yellow, we even had to take yellow out because it didn't pass high enough on the accessibility scale. So if you're colorblind or you have astigmatism or wow. yeah, um, yeah. you just other have vision impairment issues, um, our stuff has to pass for that. And so there's some really great tools out there okay. that will let you, that'll integrate into Sketch and you can test your accessibility right there. So, that sounds um, like so much fun. It, it, I wish I really had cool. that. <laughs> that I mean, I'll take a Udemy course, our Udemy course on on it. I've been wanting to because I've wanted their world. It, I, and it looks crazy. it's so much fun. Like, yeah. I I took like a baby like course on it. It was like two hour thing at the public library oh, once. Cool. And it was like a it was just like come try out UX or something yeah. like that. It was something fun. And I did it and I was like I was so proud. I made like a little flyer, like a digital flyer. Oh, nice. I was like, oh that's so awesome. Oh, it's really fun. I don't remember how to do it again. I don't it was so long ago, but Oh, that, gosh, I need to do that. And you're getting me all excited because I'm like, I want to be able to, like, be keen on, like, seeing, like, small things. Right. Um, but, yeah, okay, so have you ever used Milanote? Yeah. I, I love... I told you about Milanote. Oh, my... Okay, you're the one that talked... Okay, yes. I love yeah, it. Are you even yes, using I'm it? Yes, I've used it again. Yeah, I'm so excited. You're I the one that's... I know. <laughs> I love Milanote. Okay, so... Right? Yeah, you know... Let's rewind. This was <laughs> she told me about Milano back in July. I started using it and I fell in love with it. It is amazing. I mean, it's it's probably it? more useful for people in design. I just like the flow. Like I can connect yeah. things and I can I can see like from step one to step two, step three, step yeah. four. Whereas I was using Trello before and I'm still you know using Trello. It's just like here more text based. And, yeah. yeah, it's more text based. It's not like pretty. <laughs> Yeah, so what's great, I think one of the great things about Milanote, which is I found out about Milanote from um, the Crazy One podcast. I don't know if you've listened to that. The Crazy One, okay. Mm -hmm. It's the chief design officer at Envision. Um, oh, it's fantastic. Wow. But um, he uses it, and it's so great because, like, as a creative, whether you be a visual creative or not, you're just a creative, whether it be content, you can kind of throw out all your ideas and then organize the chaos. And so it's really good for brainstorming and keeping track of your goals. Oh, and it's fantastic. Um, I love it. Yeah, all my all my yearly goals are that like my personal goals yeah, yeah. and we're building house and all of all of the yes. moods. Like it's like Pinterest and Trello <laughs> kind of combined or yes, something, right? I love I, I don't know about Pinterest. Maybe Pinterest. Because of the visual no. of, uh, I was gonna say more okay, so remember as kids you you know in computer class like paint not paint it was that that web flow one. Oh, okay. i forgot what it was it was like it was like a bright green yeah. and then you would yeah you know it was it it's kind of, it reminds me of that a little bit i can see that what is the name of that software <gasps> and we would use it all the time in computer class it was like venn diagrams were created yes. on there yes. all of that anyways it's, it's a mix between that and trello i i always see it so like that so you like the structure of things so you want 
be a good UX designer. I don't have but the I, eye. Like, I'm telling you, You don't like, have to have the eye, though. Like, like color people, theory doesn't come natural. Yeah, so that's UI, though. You could yeah. be just a straight-up UX designer and, oh. you know, work with a UI designer. But I really think your career would be good for podcasts because <laughs> I'm liking this. And you've just got a good, you know, aura about you. So. Oh, thank you. Yes, I love it. I, like, I, like I was telling you a little while ago, I've always, always, always wanted to create a podcast. But I was like, I don't have any, like, idea of where to start and this is the perfect place i love it i i know it's it's I the best it. and the every single conversations i every single conversation i have had on the podcast has been amazing that's so awesome yes i i love it and thank you so much for coming on absolutely I really thank you for having it. me i love but, the improv too <laughs> yeah but we promised the audience one thing and that was to set a date so i'm hoping to do the, the UX series in December and I'm thinking the first and second week of December and by the way the series is going to be called UX me a question I think it's going to be amazing so I, think it's gonna be I love it <laughs> so, <did> that. <laughs> it's going to be UX me a question with Courtney and um, I'm going to have two other guests uh, and those will be different days and it's just going to be a UX series which will you know, be coming to you soon and if I can do the Zoom, I will totally do the Zoom. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. So you want to do the first two weeks of December? Yeah, so which one would you like? What Would you like first, second, or third one? Because I'm going to have three yes. I'll do the first one. The first one? Yeah. Okay, perfect. And the topic will be soon to come. That's a surprise. <laughs> Go to meetup.com and techtalentsouth-san Antonio. That is where you will find us. Thank you again, Yay, Courtney, so much you. for coming. I appreciate thank it. It so was much. fun for the impromptu. Thank yes. you for saying yes. I love people that are like, yes, <laughs> yeah, let's yes, do it. Yeah, yes, person. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for all of you all that are boot campers, thank you all for listening. Anybody who's not a boot camper, thank you for listening also. Um, but to all of the people who are thinking of becoming boot campers, who are boot campers, or who have graduated boot campers, keep doing your thing. You guys are doing great. And uh, yeah, bye-bye. Have a great day.